0: Hello and welcome to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Your mind is the greatest gift God has given you. That's why today we continue with a series called Rethinking Your Life. In these lessons, Rick shares nine biblical pillars we need to reshape our minds so that we can become more like Jesus Christ. But first, if you're ready to live the abundant life Jesus promises, then you'll be excited to know that Pastor Rick created a brand new Bible study called Rethinking Your Life. This study will guide you into a deeper relationship with God, allowing you to see your life through His eyes, apply His wisdom, and step into a life of purpose and joy. You can find out more by going to PastorRick.com or by just texting the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick with part three of a message called Why You Need to Think About What You Think About.
1: You know, what's amazing to me, what's crazy, is that even when you identify, you're being tempted by something, and you know the lie, You know the lie, and you're you're being about the temptation that I'll be happier if I do this. You already know it, and you know there's a hook beneath the bait, but we still keep nibbling. Why? Because of the lie. Because we buy the lie. That's the deception. I can keep nibbling, and it won't hurt me. I won't get hooked. Who are you kidding? Satan's been hooking people for thousands of years. But I can handle it. I'm an adult. I, 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 yeah, that's the lie. That's the deception that you won't get hurt. All right, let's go to the next pillar. Number six. By the way, why is it so hard when you know what the hook is, you know what the bait is, and you still start giving into it? Because you're in a battle, and you're fighting uh, against spiritual powers. So you're not just fighting against another human being. There's spiritual powers that are powerful, more powerful than you, that are coming against you. And that leads us to number six, the sixth pillar, and Pastor Anthony's gonna come and talk about this. Here's the sixth pillar. An unseen war is going on in and for my mind. An unseen war is going on in and for my mind, in my mind and for my mind. This is an invisible war, but it's a real war, it's a brutal war, and it's a constant war. Anthony, come and talk about it. So
2: I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but whether you realize it or not, you're in a war, and you have an enemy that's going after your mind every day. See, too many Christians, we, we, we kind of have this cavalier approach to our walk with Jesus. We wake up every day and we put on our spiritual flip-flops and swimsuits and we kind of go on this casual stroll on the deck of this cruise ship to heaven. Well, I'm sorry to break the bad news to you, but Christianity is not a cruise ship. It's a battleship. We're at war and we have an enemy and the enemy is Satan. And somehow we just became so casual in this relationship, in this walk, and we forget that we have an enemy that's trying to destroy you. It makes me remember of this story. This is a true story. I saw on National Geographic, this lady bought a, a boa constrictor and she took the boa constrictor into the vet because she thought it was sick because it stopped eating food for a long period of time. And so she brought it in and the doctor started examining it and started asking questions. So. Um, where does the snake sleep like what where do you put the tank that the snake sleeps in oh in my bedroom he's like okay bedroom Um, do you ever take the snake out and play with it oh all the time oh I love Betsy the boa she you know I take her out we play all the time she loves playing with me in fact I sleep with her sometimes she sleeps with me she loves she's so cuddly I love sleeping with her you sleep with your snake okay this might be a weird question but have you ever woke up in the middle of the night and the snake was stretched out next to you? Yeah, that happened the other night. I woke up and the snake was like stretched up right beside me. I thought it was just trying to cuddle. He said, okay, um, something you need to learn about a boa. uh, One, they starve themselves when they find a prey that's bigger than them uh, that they want to eat. The second thing that you need to know about boas is... um, they stretch their body so they can handle meals that are bigger than them. So the good news is, your boa is not sick. In fact, it's perfectly fine. The bad news is, your boa is preparing to eat you. It's it's trying to eat you. And, And we forget, like, a snake is a snake. And come on, I mean, who puts a snake in their bed? But we all do. Because we see how Cute and cuddly, and it's like, oh, my pet snake, and we forget. It's a snake! And snakes will eat you. The devil, it's a devil. He's trying to destroy you. That's my snake impression. He's trying to destroy your relationships. He's trying to destroy your marriage. He's trying to destroy your influence, your witness. Students, he's trying to destroy your future. He doesn't want you to grow up and do something great for God. He's trying to destroy you right now as a student, as a kid. And we forget that we have this enemy that wants to destroy us. But the devil is so slick. He is smooth. He's really slick with his attacks. Like we think that we're just watching TV ads. And in fact, he's like sending these missiles of seduction You know, we think we're just looking at Facebook and and Instagram, and he's actually throwing grenades of envy and jealousy and comparison. You know, we think we're just watching the news. That's what we do every night. We just watch the news. And he's actually sneaking these torpedoes of fear in your life. He's so smooth. He's so smick. He he has this all-on assault for your mind, and we don't even realize it. But not only is there a war around us, for our mind, but there's actually a war in us, in our mind. Look at this verse that Paul talks about in Romans, the seventh chapter. Paul writes this. It says, it seems to be a fact of life that while I want to do what is right, I inevitably do what is wrong. I want to do God's will, so as far as in my new nature is concerned, but there's something else deep within me that is at war with my mind. And it wins the fight, that makes me a slave to the sin that's inside me. In my mind, I want to be God's servant, but instead, I find myself still enslaved to sin. See, we all relate to this. We want to do the right thing, but somehow, the thing, the, the war in, in us wins. The sin in us still controls us. We know it's wrong to cheat on the test, but we got to get that A. We know it's wrong to steamroll our coworkers, but I got to get that promotion. We know it's wrong to yell at our wife, but I don't really like her right now. But yet, the enemy just uses these things and in our mind, we we actually lose control to the sin. And some of you probably are like, man, this is depressing. This is like terrible news. I told you I'm a bearer of bad news tonight. But I also have good news. And here's the good news. God has given you everything you need to overcome the enemy in this war which brings us to the seventh pillar of rethinking our li- my life. Seven, write this down. To win the battle in and for my mind, I must have God's spirit and God's word inside me. Let's join Rick as he closes out this message.
1: If I depend on my own personal power and energy to handle this, I'm gonna lose. Because I don't, I'm never gonna win this war on my own strength. The the enemy is too powerful. You actually have three enemies. The world, the flesh, and the devil. You have the world around you, culture is fighting you, it doesn't wanna make you better, it wants to tear you down. The world around you, you have your old sin nature inside you, and you have Satan against you. That's the unholy trinity. The world, the flesh, and the devil. And all, all three of those, when they pile up against you, you're not strong enough to handle them by yourself. So you need what Anthony just said, You need two key weapons to win the battle in my mind and for my mind. I must have two things, God's spirit in me, and I must have God's word in me.
0: You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. If this message has encouraged you or if God put someone on your mind that needs to hear it, would you share it? You'll be glad you did. And be sure to let them know about Pastor Rick's free daily email devotional at PastorRick.com.
3: Do you ever feel like the abundant life Jesus promises seems just out of reach? Well, you're not alone. Many people feel that way. And that's why Pastor Rick created a brand new Bible study called Rethinking Your Life. It's a groundbreaking experience that will challenge, inspire, and guide you to a deeper understanding of your purpose and faith by helping you transform the way you think. As you study along with Pastor Rick, you'll learn how to think like Jesus so you can overcome temptation, conquer discouragement, and understand the purpose behind pain. With 143 full-color pages and a soft-touch vegan leather cover, this study is a journey into a deeper relationship with God. Let His Word transform your mind, allowing you to see your life through His eyes. Apply His wisdom and step into a life of purpose and joy. If you're ready to embark on a journey that will transform your life, Then request your copy of Rethinking Your Life Today when you give a gift to help Daily Hope and take the life-changing Word of God to people here at home and all around the world. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy. That's PastorRick.com. Or you can text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Thanks so much for your support.
0: Once
1: again, here's Rick. Now notice what the Bible says, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses three to five. While we live in the world, we don't fight the same way the world does, okay? How does the world fight? With politics. That's not our battle. We don't fight the same way the world does. We fight with God's weapons, not worldly ones. Our weapons have God's power. God's power to demolish the enemy's strong places. He's talking about the mental strongholds in your mind, those places that just won't let go, those areas of hurt, of pain, of habit in your mind. He says, the devil has strongholds in your mind. He says, we have weapons of God's power to demolish demolish the enemy's strong places. We can knock down all the worldly arguments and all the prideful defenses that set themselves up, talking about in our minds, against the knowledge of God. And in this war, we capture every rebel thought and we make it give up and we obey Christ, make that thought obey Christ. Now, I want you to, this is a very powerful passage, we'll come back to it in other weeks, but I want you to notice several things just in this introduction. First, it says, uh, the enemy's strong places. What's he talking about there? That's a, a, a mental block. It's a lie that you believe. It's a false thing that you believe about yourself, a false thing you believe about the world, a false thing you believe about God, uh, about your past, about your present, about your future, about your worth. There are a lot of things you believe that just aren't true. And those are strongholds. They're they're mental blocks in your mind. Can be a worldview, materialism, think that works, or hedonism, or secularism. uh, Or it can be a personal attitude, like worry or envy. Uh, Could be resentment, could be pride, could be self-pity. So those those things get built up in your mind. And then it says that in our minds, we have rebel thoughts. Circle that, rebel, we, we capture every rebel thought. Have you noticed that you're, Mind often rebels. It doesn't always do what you tell it to do. It doesn't always obey you. Sometimes your mind has a mind of its own. Sometimes your thoughts just go out hayward and haywire, and they go off in directions that I don't intend. Have you ever had this? When I need to um, pray, my thoughts stray away. That ever happen to anybody? They rebel, they don't wanna pray. When I want to pray, my thoughts stray away. When I want to ponder on the word, I want to ponder, my thoughts want to wander. They they want to go off the reservation. They want to go off the range, off the ranch. They want to do whatever they can do. They are rebel thoughts. And it says, notice the phrase, we capture them. What does that mean? The literally Greek word there, uh, which means akmalotizo, literally means we take them prisoner. They're prisoners of war. We take our thoughts prisoner. We we conquer them. We bring them under control. We're gonna talk about how you do that. How do you bring your wild thoughts under control? And it says we make it, we make our thoughts give up. We bring them in submission, hupakoe in in the Greek. We we bring them into submission. How in the world do you do that? How do you make your mind mind? How do you do that? Well, we're gonna talk about the details in in this series. But today, I just wanna mention two weapons, what Anthony just said, the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, the the Bible. These are two weapons you have to make your mind mind. First, you need God's Spirit inside of you because without him, you are defenseless. You can't control your mind if you wanted to. It's got a mind of its own. Romans 8, verse six says this, if your sinful nature controls your mind, there's death. In other words, it's a dead end. It's gonna go nowhere. But if the Holy Spirit controls your mind, there is life and peace. This is why you need Jesus in your life. Because without the Holy Spirit inside you, without God's spirit of love inside you, you're, you're powerless. There's no way you can control the rogue mind that you, you have. Your sinful nature controls your mind. It's gonna to lead to all the wrong places. So I I need God's spirit in me. The second thing I need is the word of God. The Bible says in John 8, verse 31 to 32, Jesus says this, if you learn and obey my word, you will be my disciple. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Isn't it interesting how the world loves that second part but doesn't like the first you could go to college and university campuses all around the world and see plastered on buildings, the truth will set you free. What they don't put is the verse four where Jesus says, it's my word. If you continue in my word, you, you listen to, you live in, you do, you practice my word, then you're my disciples and then you know the truth and the truth will set you free. We want the truth without God's truth. God is the source of all truth. And so you can't separate verse 31 and verse 32. There is no freedom without truth, but there is no truth without God's word. The truth is right here in this book. God's given it to us. And He said, well, I don't want that. Well, then you don't want the truth. Because the thing I love about the Bible is it always tells the truth. And when it tells about the good sides of a guy, it tells about the downsides too. It, you know, there's more murder and more rape and incest and betrayal, and I mean, it's like Hollywood movies through the whole Old Testament. Why? Because the Bible always tells the truth. If this were a human book, it wouldn't tell you the downsides of guys. It, it would give you this you know, gauzy Hollywood thing of the, the star who never does anything wrong. So we need God's spirit, and we need the truth in, in our lives. God's word, obey the truth. God's book, the Bible, is called The Sword of the Lord. This is one of our tools. It's a sword that we use. And we'll spend a lot on how to time on how to use this weapon. Okay, number eight. The eighth pillar in rethinking my life. It's time to rethink your life. The eighth pillar in rethinking my life is this. My goal is to learn to think like Jesus. My goal is, in all of what we're doing here and thinking about what you're thinking about is to learn to think like Jesus. He's the model. Jesus is the model for healthy thinking, for happy thinking, for holy thinking, for holistic, whole thinking. He is the model. There's nobody who's a better model for healthy thinking than Jesus Christ. And here's the good news. Jesus Christ understands all the mental problems that you have he understands all of the fears, all of the deceptions, all of the difficulties, all of the barriers, all the blind spots that we have. He, he, you know why? Because he's been there. He came to earth and lived, lived here. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 1, since Jesus went through everything you're going through, and by the way, and more, learn to think like him. It's not like he... He's saying, think like Jesus, who never had a problem, never was stressed, never was discouraged, never had conflict, never had people against him, never had enemies. No, he said, since Jesus went through everything you're going through and more, learn to think like him. Philippians 2.5, your thoughts and your attitudes must be the same as that of Jesus Christ. So my goal is to learn to think like Jesus. We'll come back to that.
0: You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. If this message has encouraged you, or if God put someone on your mind that needs to hear it, would you share it? You'll be so glad you did. And be sure to let them know about Pastor Rick's free daily email devotional at PastorRick.com. Rick will be back in just a moment. But first, do you ever feel like the abundant life Jesus promises seems just out of reach? Well, you're not alone. Many people feel that way. That's why Pastor Rick created a brand new Bible study called Rethinking Your Life. It's a groundbreaking experience that will challenge, inspire, and guide you to a deeper understanding of your purpose and faith by helping you transform the way you think. As you study along with Pastor Rick, you'll learn how to think like Jesus so you can overcome temptation, conquer discouragement, and understand the purpose behind pain. With 143 full-color pages and a soft-touch vegan leather cover, this study is a journey into a deeper relationship with God. Let His Word Transform Your Mind Allowing you to see your life through his eyes, apply his wisdom, and step into a life of purpose and joy. If you're ready to embark on a journey that will transform your life, then request your copy of Rethinking Your Life Today when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take the life changing Word of God to people at home and all around the world. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy. That's Pastor Rick. Or you can text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Thanks so much for your support. Here's Pastor Rick to tell you how you can help support this ministry.
1: Jesus told his disciples that they should live their lives according to five specific purposes. He said you've got to love God with all your heart, that's worship, and love your neighbor as yourself that's ministry, that's called the great commandment. And then Jesus said, go make disciples, that's evangelism, baptize them into the family of God, that's fellowship, a sign of fellowship. And then he said, teach them, obey everything I've taught you, that's discipleship. And we call that the great commission. We believe at Daily Hope that a great commitment to the great commandment and the great commission will produce a great Christian, a great church, a great company, a great community. You know, I started Daily Hope so I could spread the good news about Jesus, not just across America, but all around the world. And we want people to know that God's word is filled with hope and truth. And the power that we need to follow him every day is available to every single one. You know as well as I do that the word of God changes lives. It's alive, it's active, and it breathes new life and new love into all of our lives. So wherever you listen to this, whether you listen on the website, whether you listen on a radio station, or whether you listen to a podcast, you're a part of the Daily Hope family, and I need your help. We could not do this without your support. Now, you know I don't take any funds from this broadcast. We don't have any giant million-dollar donor who's giving big gifts to this. It comes from daily donations from listeners like you. We're 100% listener-funded would you continue to pray for this broadcast, and would you continue to support us? And let, write to me. Let, let me hear from you. I absolutely love reading the stories that are sent to me. So write me, pray for me, and support this ministry. And God will bless it, and God will bless you, and we'll get to heaven, and we'll thank God for all the people going to be in heaven because you cared.
0: You can give right now by going to PastorRick.com or just text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. We'll say thanks by sending you the Rethinking Your Life Bible Study. Again, that's PastorRick.com or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. And thanks so much for your support. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.